Arrest the cops who killed Breonna Taylor. And arrest the motherfucking um, cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Justice for... It's like, I don't even... Like, it's really hard to even say who anymore because it's just one person after another. But still trying to get justice for people who lost their lives to police brutality. Yeah. And it's so tired of being talked about. But... You know, I want to try to remember to mention it and keep it as trending as possible because we'll we'll stay on a wave yeah. and then it'll die out and then we stop saying it. But yeah. the problem is still there. Arrest and then the it cops. keeps happening again, happens again, then it becomes relevant again. But we just got to keep it going while it's um, while it is you know still happening. Yeah. So yeah. Arrest the cops. You are now in the loop with Single in the Loop. Down in the valley where the girls get naked. If you throw some dollars, then you know she gonna shake it. One, two, break em. Three, four, break em. Nina in the building. Take it. We here. <laughs> we here. Oh, I episode is 108. Shit, I didn't even check, so I'm going to trust you on that one. <laughs> I think it's episode 108, right? Or 107. Fuck. Y'all Anyways. Gotta, y'all got to forgive us. We Seven. Back. 107. Oh, it's 107. It's 107. Okay. We're back. So, we're back. Y'all Another episode, another week. Excuse us. We're a little bit all struggle on this Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Mark and I, you know, we stepped out, had a good time, um, Sunday, Sunday edition, um, it was great, it was really great, yeah. it was great, it was I just, good. I just, honestly, not doing it in so long, and then doing it, it was just like, okay, yeah, I'm getting old, like, I can't see how we would do that like every Sunday or Saturday. It was just just crazy. Yeah, it was like a little bit too much for me. <laughs> it was, you know what? Okay, so I actually went out on Saturday. Saturday night. I stayed in my house most of the day on Saturday, but then I went out Saturday night and I didn't get in the bed to like go to sleep until like four. And then I got up to go to brunch and that's how Sunday Funday started. But we were also out. Was that Thursday we were out? Or was that Friday? That was Friday we were out. Okay, so I was out on this Wait, whole where did we go Friday? So Friday I went to Gringo's. Oh Friday, okay, yeah, we went to Adore. Houston. And Adore, yeah. So Friday I went to Gringo's to meet D V and Peabody. So we went there, we had drinks, and then we wanted to go to a door on Friday. So I don't even remember what time I got to bed that night. And then Saturday, the same thing happened. And then yesterday. So maybe that's why I'm so fucking tired. Because it's been like three days in a yeah, fucking row. It's been three days. I forgot I forgot about Friday. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know why that seems so long ago. Yeah. And it wasn't. Because we old and see now at this point. <laughs> Maybe so. But, I mean, it was fun. It was... I had a lot of fun, but I probably won't be going out for a while because it's just a little too much for myself. Like, ugh. I know. It was too much. This is definitely where I feel like all this time being away from it and now, like, going back to it, it's like, all right, well... I don't need to do this for, like, another month. Right. Like, but I kind of feel like it's worse now, right? Because it's like everybody has this quota that they're trying to meet, like, all these bars and stuff like that. Yeah. So they're, like, basically trying to force people to buy more or, like, spend more, you know? And I'm like, just let us come in and have a good time and the money that we want to spend, like, we will spend with you. Like, you know, like, don't force the situation. Because yeah. that's what happened at a door. It was like, oh, well, if you have this many people... You know, we can't put tables together. You guys have to get a section, and then it's a minimum. Like, what the fuck? Like, can we just... Bruh, I'm going to spend money here. Look, I do believe they are doing this because 
they're trying to make back and make make back money and make up for the time that they were shut down and closed. Yeah, and I don't because like it. now, like, okay, at a door. You remember that, like when that shit first opened up, was that last year? Mm-hmm. Super chill. You walk in, you sit down. Like it was literally like no type of Hollywood, nothing. You could sit anywhere. You walk in. A server comes up, came up to you right away. That's why we used to like really go there mm-hmm. quite a bit because it was just a chill place with good music, hookah, and then we discovered, you know, the food was really, you know, pretty decent and stuff. So I don't know. It is getting more Hollywood in the bar lounge type of industry because even the place we went to yesterday, um, Chapman and Kirby. You have to have a table reservation. And I get that because now it's like you actually have to act like a restaurant. Hey guys, it's your girls, Lark and Nina of Single and Loop Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and like our Facebook page. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spreaker, and iTunes. And don't forget to leave a five-star review. All right. So like we said this weekend, we was in the club. And well, not really the club, but we were out. And being out, you just see a lot of things, especially coming out of quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Like now, everything is like really fresh. Everybody's super alert. Like we've been through a lot of things in quarantine and stuff like that. And now we are in these streets and we are recognizing a lot of things. Not saying we didn't see these things before, but I feel like it might be a little worse now because maybe people are excited to be out that they're being like reckless and careless okay so yesterday when we were out it was i don't know one of our friends exchanged some words with some 40 year old man (laughs) 40 year old man this is this i went so we were sitting and we were sitting at a table, it was like five of us. And so, but we weren't all like sitting down. Like, you know, we were like getting up, going to the restroom, getting up, standing up, whatever. And this guy comes and sits like on the stool, like on the end of the table without even saying. Acknowledge- like, he didn't acknowledge, he just like, like literally it's at a table like the, the the stool is at a table it's not like it's a stool that's off by itself yeah. on the side or kind of away from the table it's at our table and he comes and just like pops a squat without even acknowledging us or being like hey is it okay if i sit here or hey is it okay if i take this stool nothing he just sits there so then uh one of our friends like taps him and she wasn't rude she just said hey like <laughs> We're, we're using, you know... This well, whatever. I mean, when she was tapping him, he was ignoring her. When she was, like, tapping him, like, you know, excuse right. me. Excuse me. So, yeah. Go ahead. And, like, she was just, like, you know, someone sitting there. And she kept repeating it because, like, I was like, okay, it should only take one time for you to say that and he should get up. Yeah. But he was just, like, just, he was still sitting there and then just going back and forth with her. And then he finally got up and walked over to the bar. And I thought that was the end of that. Okay. But then, and then, um, I don't know. I guess he was saying some stuff at the bar, like, to where, like, uh, our friends could, like, hear it or uh-huh. something. I don't know. I'm not sure what happened after he had got up. Because I, I went to the restroom. <laughs> I went to the restroom. And when I came back, okay. it was a little bit more escalated. Like, another one of my friends was talking to him. And I guess he was being disrespectful to her. And so she was, like, you know, kind of going back and forth with him. And I think this is when me and Nina kind of like stepped in the middle, like, you know, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, sir. Right. I got it because once I see my friend pointing her finger in that man's face, I was like, <laughs> oh no. And he looked like the type, like, he ain't got no sense. Like, he don't care. Obviously, he didn't if have any you're sense. A male you... or a woman or whatever. Right. You and so arguing. That's why I stepped in. I was like, it's good. Mind you, this, this guy was with another guy and a girl. And it's like, yo, dude check your mans like please 
but you're just standing there and I think you asked his friend you asked him like is he with you and he was like uh yeah like dude he was like yeah I said is he okay and he was like what do you mean I was like well he basically just told my friend that he'll beat her ass so I just want to know like is he mentally okay like is he that fucking crazy that he would you know what I'm saying like what obviously it's an issue here and you need to get your friend you need to get your friend. You need to be aware of the things that he's doing. Maybe he had too much to drink. You know, like, I don't really know what the situation is, but you need to corral his ass before all six of us had to beat his ass up in here. Like, I, listen, what I don't do is disrespect on any I just level. I don't see how he, his friend was standing there the whole time, and I, I was like, you are aware of what's going on, right? This is your man. He act like he was so... lost. He act like he was lost. So the guy kind of kept on. And once I said that to the friend, I think the friend just like kind of turned around and kept drinking his drink. And then maybe eventually he said something to the guy that was the 40 year old guy that looked like he just got out of fucking prison. I ain't gonna lie. Like he looked like he just got out of jail. He just, he don't have no motherfucking sense. Nobody raised him. He just, you know, been a nigga, nigga. And And they made a threat. So our friends talking about, I'll see you outside. You're a man. What you look like trying to beat up a woman? So ghetto. Just horrible. <laughs> and I'm like, does that make you feel good? Like, does that make you feel good that you would tell a woman like, oh, I beat your ass and I see you outside. Look, Nigga, is you look, crazy? In prison, it, <laughs> is you crazy? Like, I just don't understand. I don't understand. So I asked the lady that was standing there between them, I was like, are you with those two guys? And she was like, oh, no, not really. Like, I, I know them, um, like a friend of a friend or whatever. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, well, why, what's happening? I was like, well, he just told my friend that he was going to beat her ass. So, and she was like, what? Like, what's happening? Now, mind you, this lady was like a Spanish lady. So, in my head, I'm like, when the guy was, these two, these were two black guys. So, in my head, this guy is arguing with these group of black women. But you stand up here next to this Spanish lady. And I think Nina has said something to me, like, in just, you know, something. She has said something to me. And I was like, but look who they with. You know what I'm saying? Like, look what type of woman that they with. You know what I'm saying? He probably don't yeah. give a fuck about black women. He don't re- obviously don't respect black women. You know what I'm saying? For this to be even escalating the way that it's escalating. Yeah. It was just like a really sad situation. But I just feel like, you know what? That's how it is when you go out. It'd be some trifling. Oh, and then tell them about the other incident we saw. We get, we 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 go in there. Our heads were on swivel. Okay. We was, we was seeing a lot of different situations. It was just like, gosh, just not, I don't know. Like I just need more for our black guys. And I never want to really get on the mic and like, bash y'all and stuff like that but it's like damn i need y'all to just do better or care more for the women that's around you and the women that's like in your family like you know just just care more because for me personally like when that whole situation was happening when this guy like on beat your asses the first thing in my head was like this is why you need to have your motherfucking gun this is because niggas like this is niggas out here like this you know what i'm saying like i'll have to shoot you if you think you're about to put your hands on me, if you think you're about to charge me up, I will have to put one in your ass. <laughs> but you shouldn't have to think like that. But at the same time, ain't nobody else around me going to protect me. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, my my girlfriends, but at the same time, we're still women. It's still going to take all six of us to probably beat his ass. You know? So, right. but I can't expect for another man especially in this day and age for a man to step up for me to make sure you're okay because his friend was standing right there and didn't give a fuck. Not at all. You don't know me. You don't even know who you're talking to. And then tell me how crazy you are in your fucking head because you don't know me. You don't know none of these people sitting at this table. You don't know who else up in here with us. You don't, you just don't care. Right. So if you don't care, I don't care either. So if you see me outside, you're going to catch one. And that's just on period. Like, I'm not about to be out here tussling with no goddamn man. And he ain't about to put his hands on me either. And none of my friends. And if his friend want one, he can get one too. 
but it's just like sad. It's like, where are y'all motherfucking antennas? <laughs> like, where's the black being like, where's your sense of like, okay, that's not right. Especially if it's your friend. You should be able to tell your friend that they're wrong. You should be able to tell your friend like, yo, don't, don't do that. I'm not saying always apologize for your friend, but sometimes it is necessary to apologize for your friend, especially depending on right. what his situation is. Maybe he was just drunk. You know what I'm saying? He just fucked up. He like, yo, my bad. That nigga drunk, you know, ignore him, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was that. That's that situation. Also, and this goes for women and men. I'm going to start with the women. And I believe it's because we also have been in the house for so long. That motherfuckers is just so happy to be outside that they are neglecting their responsibilities when it comes to the people that they're around. That ain't got nothing to do with quarantine. They was like that way before. Well, I'm giving them, I'm trying to give them a benefit of the doubt because I hope no, it's just like. I don't give nobody benefit of the doubt because that's your actions. Like, that speaks who you are as a person. That's true. Your morals. Like, you got to go back to diapers with that shit. Who raised you? Who raised you? Like, you're supposed to be responsible. That ain't got nothing to do with quarantine. I say quarantine whatever. because it's like motherfuckers just excited to be out the house. Like, shit, I ain't trying to go home. Like, who taking her home? I ain't trying to go home. Like, that. That's what I'm thinking. But basically what happened was uh, it was another table that was like on the opposite wall of us, but you could mm-hmm. and you could see through. It's like a fence or whatever. I look over. This girl is whole passed out, whole passed out, sitting in her chair with her head hanging back, passed out. And like her girlfriends are fanning her. That's it. That's, that's all you got. And then eventually she woke up and then she laid back down like on the table and it looked like two of her friends was trying to, like, unlock her phone. But I'm like, obviously this girl's in distress. She does not need to be in here. But y'all still sitting up here, you know, kikiing and partying. And it's like, get this girl some help. She might, you know, you don't know if you need to call 911. Like, you don't know what that situation is. She right. drunk too much. She could have alcohol poison. Anything. It could be anything. But you're sitting up here acting like it's not a fucking big deal. And I would tell y'all now, if y'all ever out partying with me or if I'm ever in a situation where I pass the fuck out, somebody better help me. Call 911. I think that speaks to the, to like Nina said earlier, like who you are. Like that's, that's your character. Like that shit is fucked up, especially if it's your girlfriend. It was like when she was passed out like that, I'm like, all like we noticed all those men and some of the men were tall. None of y'all can, like, pick her up, carry her out of there. Yeah, like, it took them a minute just for them to be, like... Okay, it's time for her to go out of here. Then when she got yeah. up and her friend was trying to grab her, she fell. And the nigga's just standing there. Ain't nobody even trying to help her up or nothing. I'm like, but y'all was just over here drinking with these girls, kicking with these girls. Y'all probably got some of their motherfucking phone numbers, and y'all can't help them, help their friends to the door, at least, at least to the door. Oh my God! Remember the guy? Okay, this was like this was like later. Cause after we finished the bottle we had, remember that guy? He knew one of our friends, right? Because I seen him come up to her and speak to her like earlier when we got there. Yeah. He came and picked up the empty bottle, thinking it was something in there. Did you see that, sir? You can't have none. But it was nothing in the bottle. But it was just he. Just but he thought it, it was like, something oh. in there. Right. No. Right. But I saw him speak to one of our friends or whatever, like they knew each other or whatever like that earlier. Just like a, hey, how you doing? Whatever, whatever. And then he kept on walking. He didn't stay and like hold a conversation with her. Then he came back, like, I think this was like maybe maybe about an hour before we left or so. And we had been finished that bottle or whatever, but it was just sitting in the um in the bucket with mm-hmm. ice. And he came over and, like, picked up the bottle and then put it back down once he saw it's empty and walked off. That, like, that, like, I hope men really don't be doing, like, that is so, I don't even know what to call it. Nigga shit. What do you call it? That's some nigga shit. If you, you, (laughs) like, you you didn't bring this girl a drink. You came over here to see what she had to drink. 
you didn't put nothing down on the bottle. You didn't offer anything. You nothing. just thought like, oh, oh shit, let me just go ahead and give me a swig or whatever fuck they're drinking. Saw, that's what I saw like quite a bit. It was like different people that were coming up to like, um, like different women, other girls, they would just be like talking to them, talking to them, talking to them. And then they walk off. I'm like, well, isn't this Sunday fun day? Like, why don't you offer to like buy me a drink? Or could do some shot. Like, I don't know. A craft is like $11, bro. <laughs> like, seriously. A I know, craft is I know, $11. I know, I know. It's, it's very aggravating. It's, it's just, uh, if you just pay attention to the signs the first time, you'll have your mind made up already. Like, what type of person you're dealing with. It's sad. I need y'all men to do better. And women, I'm not letting y'all go either because I wouldn't do my friend like that. If my friend was passed out, bitch, we got to go. <laughs> we we got to go. It's time to go. She can't stay here no more. Okay? And I'm not saying either you take her outside and you put her in no motherfucking Uber either. No, bitch. Somebody that knows her needs to be taking her home. Right. Because I know a lot of women have done that too. Like, oh, they friend drunk and they put them in an Uber and send them home. And give the Uber driver they fucking keys and shit. Then the girl then got uh molested and, and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? What? You don't have to party oh, that Uber. bad. Like, so you're gonna trust a, a stranger. stranger around your drunk friend? Okay. A stranger. I wouldn't even trust a damn police officer. I, you think I would give my friend to a police officer's drunk? Like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I'll take her home. Okay, yeah, great. Hell no. That just speaks to, like, for real. Like, you're like, what the fuck are you thinking? What do you don't want to party that bad? And anybody that got friends like that, the motherfuckers are not your friends. And you need to stop hanging out with them. Um, this weekend, I had a... This, okay, let me say this first. <laughs> This is why this is why I need quarantine to come back. I don't want to be outside anymore. (laughs) I don't want to be outside anymore. It's too it's too tempting. It's not that it's too tempting. It's just too much going on. Like 2020 is crazy. Yeah. And you know, every day is fucking something. Like it's something. It's something. It's really weird. And I know we were talking like a couple of episodes ago, like, you know, everything is kind of slow. As far as like the dating thing and experiences and stuff like that, because we've been, you know, really in the house. But now the outside right. and open back up, y'all. The devils. <laughs> the devils. So I got a message, it's, it's a Facebook message the other day from my first love. Okay. And it was random because I hadn't talked to him in years like i haven't seen him and notice how you were contacted by facebook because you know you be friends with people from like years upon years ago right i haven't i don't even i don't think i've ever even seen him come across my timeline or you know like anything like that yeah uh but i got a message and facebook played me first of all facebook and iphone kind of played me because I saw like the notification and so when I picked up the phone, like it opened to the actual message, like it opened the message. And I'm like, damn, now this motherfucker go see that I saw it. You know, like I wasn't trying to do that. But it was like, okay, now I gotta fucking respond. So it wasn't anything bad. He was just like, you know, basically, hey, it's been a long time. I haven't, you know, seen you or anything, just seeing how you were doing. How's your family doing during this time? And I'm like, okay, I'm fine. How are you? Like I said, we haven't seen each other since probably 2004 or five. Maybe 2005. Okay. We're in motherfucking 2020. Last time I saw him, last time I talked to him, that. So he was like, you know, I really would like to sit down and like talk to you. Are you available today? And in my head, I'm like, for what? 
<laughs> what we need to, I know, it's like, what we what need to talk we about? To talk about? Wait, is everything okay? Like, you know, but I feel like I'm on this journey of just clarity and peace uh, in 2020. So I don't have any bad blood. I think at one point I didn't care for you, you know, when we stopped talking. Mm-hmm. But we all do that. We all have that, like, eh, I yeah. ain't fucking with that yeah. nigga. You know what I'm saying? But it's like so many years have passed. Like, I, who who cares? Nobody cares, you know? And I'm in my head, I'm like, this nigga could be dying tomorrow, you know? And he just yeah. be like, hey, I just want to say thank you. You know? So it's like, I'll go. Yeah. Whatever. I went, I met with him. And um, his best friend was there. And the conversation went strange, I would say. Strange? For me, it was strange. Because of, like, I guess the things that he was saying. Okay, so from the beginning, I thought that maybe he just wanted, like, clarity. You know, and, Mm and just, you know men maybe some things that was wrong now mind mm-hmm. you this happened a long time ago so i'm not affected by it at least on not my personal day-to-day life yeah. but obviously from the conversations that he was having with me it bothers him mm-hmm. i don't know if it bothers him on an everyday basis but from what i understand like it bothers him enough to feel like he needed to reach out to me. And maybe like men and women are different when it comes to like, I guess healing. Cause we know how to deal with our shit. Yeah. And men just kind of like suppress things and just kind of hop well, from. Well, they're not as we're, we're like emotional creatures as they say. Yeah. And men aren't. That's Some true. men can be emotional, but not really. That's true. I don't know. It was just really weird. Um, And I kind of felt not bad. I didn't feel bad. I was just more worried. Because it's like, nigga, I, in my head, when he's telling me these things, I'm like, I don't think about you. Like, I have not thought about you. And I don't think Mm -hmm. about you. I don't have an issue with you. I'm okay with the way things turned out. Like, I'm fine. In his head, it was always like, Oh, well, what if me and Lark could stay together? What if? What if? And I was like, you cannot live in this what if. Like, first of all, that's weird. Because it was. That's like saying, that's like saying, like, oh, what if I would have ate regular eggs versus egg whites this morning? Like, it doesn't, you can't just, you can't, like, base your life on situations like, oh, if I would have picked this, then it probably would have went this way. You don't know that. You don't know. Like, and that's what I kept trying to stress to him at that table. And he was like, no, I feel like that you feel like, you feel like things would be different because maybe you're not liking everything that's happening in your life right now or you don't like the past decisions that you made. But even if we stayed together, that doesn't mean that you wouldn't have went through the same things that you went through. You know, like, Nobody would know right. what their outcome is. So you have to be able to let that go. And then it was like he was kind of blaming himself. And I'm like, but you were a kid. I no longer, and this is for me, and I hope other people as well. Mm-hmm. We all made some decisions when we were younger and even probably to the, still to this day that we wish we could have did something different, that we chose another option. You know, of course. but those things make you grow. Yeah. You know, it makes you grow. It makes you stronger. Yeah. I can say tomorrow, like, yeah, I wish I never went to college. Like, I wish I never went to college. I wish I would have just went on with a career. Like I, if I would have known that being a makeup artist was like an actual fucking job, I probably would have never went to college. I probably would have just moved to California. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I went to college. I met you. You know what I'm saying? Like, things, everything happened for a reason. So you can never live in that, oh, well, what if this is that and other? Like, you just never fucking know. Just try to fix the things that's going on right now. The things that you can't control. You can't control shit that was going on in the past. It happened. 
Right. What did he say online, King? When he hit him with a stick, he was like, "Oh, what you hit me for? It doesn't matter. It was in the past. It was in the past. In the past. Oh yes. yes. I popped you in your head, but it don't even matter no more because that happened 15 minutes ago. It already happened. But sometimes, but we also gotta remember this. We gotta remember, like 2020 has been a trying year for people, especially people who are married. Yeah. And. It's given a lot of couples and single people time to reflect on the past, certain people that aren't around them anymore. Mm -hmm. So it is stirring up like old relationships and stuff like, oh, well, let me see what she's doing. Like that, that has kind of been the thing. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, look, watch out for these people out that, you know, out here. Because they are tired of being in the house. They trying to see, you know, one, it's not easy for people, like, it's not easy for a guy who's married or a couple to meet, like, a new person. Mm -hmm. So they'll probably, like, double back with somebody that they know because, I mean, it's easy. Yeah. That person knows you and y'all had something at one point. But you you don't. I mean, for me, I don't know my ex. I don't. What'd you say? I said for me, I don't know my ex. I don't know that man. And that's because when we dated, we were fucking kids. So, no, I don't know this man. Like, I know your background. You know, I know some of your history. But after 17, 18, baby, I don't know this man. (laughs) Like, I don't know you. We haven't (laughs) talked. We haven't, you know what I'm saying? So, I I don't know you. So, I don't think his, I really don't know what his intentions was. But sit at that table. This is my thing. I think his intentions are whatever you allow it to be. Oh, well, that's it then. If that makes sense. (laughs) That's it then. No, I'm just saying, if that makes sense. Like, basically, he was fishing for something. No. And... Maybe just to get clarity and then go on about your happy way. But I promise you, if you would have made it more where the door is open, he wouldn't have, like, stepped back and walked away. This is my thing. I don't, and I didn't mention that he is married. He's married. He is married for the second time. So this is his second wife. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't play those games. I feel like if you marry, be married. Right. I'm never going to play second fiddle to no motherfucking body. I'm never going to be the one to mess with a married man or to break up whatever the home. I'm not going to call it a happy home, but I'm not going to break up whatever fucking home you got. Because they ain't got nothing to do with me. You know? So sitting there at that table, he did, like, say some stuff about his wife. And I was like, you need to figure out if your marriage serves you or not. Like, you need to figure that out. If this is why you're calling me to help me figure out if your marriage serves you or not, you call the wrong one. You call the wrong person. Because I don't want you. (laughs) I don't want you. And I feel like I did, I do feel like if I would have said, you know, let's get back together, they're going to be like, okay, let's, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, I don't... Or anything, If you even if you would have said, like, okay, let's get a hotel and, like, do some shit. No, Because he said, because he said, he was like, didn't he say, like, oh, my wife is gone for the weekend or yeah, something like that. Yeah, he told me his that. wife was gone. Right, but it's like, if you, that's what I'm saying, if you would have had the door open for that type of opportunity, he would have taken it, for sure. I'm good. I feel like I was there. I went for the right reasons. I did apologize to him at one point because I feel like I possibly could have handled some stuff different when I was younger. So I'm an adult now and I can say, you know what? I apologize for that. Especially if that is still affecting you to this day. Right. That wasn't my intentions. That's not what I wanted for you. I think you did the right thing. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Like, I don't have a problem. But all that other stuff, I'm not a fucking marriage counselor. <laughs> I'm not. Like, you got to figure out what right. makes you happy. You for you, not for me. And me being here is not going to change anything you got going on at home. Right. Nothing. 
And to my married people, don't hit them no more, y'all exes. <laughs> yeah, that shit is like it's tired. It's it's, it's tired. Yeah. It really is. Unless it's something like you really need some healing, because some of y'all really do need some healing, and y'all also need some fucking counseling. Like some of y'all do, and I feel like he's one of those people. Like he needs some healing, and he needs some motherfucking counseling. So me apologizing if that helps in your healing process, great. But um, those are wifely duties. Like go to your wife about that. There you go. That's why your partners. And I said that to him while we sitting there. I was just like. If my husband was sitting at a table talking to his ex-girlfriend, I'd be both of y'all ass. <laughs> and he was like, he started laughing. I'm like, no, I'm for real. Because to me, yeah, for me, like I'm saying, me, I was pretty innocent in the situation. Like, okay, you asked me to show up to some place. We're sitting down. We're having a conversation. Innocent. Okay, but I could be a raggedy bitch and be like, oh, well, he asked me to come out and talk. Now we're going to escalate the situation. He got a good job. You know, he making money. Let me see what I can get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, leave your fucking exes where they at. 2020 is digging up these motherfucking bones. Okay, and I don't need them to dig up no more bones for me. Okay, I'm not the bone collector. 2020 is definitely on some shit and I don't know why it's coming for me so hard because this is like my second ex that has been in communication with me. Hit you up and stuff. Yeah, like in the last like three weeks. So I'm like 2020. something in the water. 2020, baby, listen. Leave me the fuck alone. (laughs) Leave me alone. Leave us alone. We didn't have enough for you, bitch. So if you guys follow us um, I had posted a few, a few, what do you call them? I guess some good info about how it is dating now. Um, what it was called, it was, it was titled Why Dating as a Millennial is So Screwed Up, um, by a author named Andrea Wesley. So, um, I'll just read you the introduction. It says... When we were younger, romantic relationships seemed so much simpler. If we liked someone, we told them. And if they and if they felt the same, we got together. These days, things are endless, more complicated and frustrating. And dating as a millennial is seriously screwed up. Um, I can agree with this because it's not simple. And there's a lot of different things of why it's not uh simple right um i posted a few um ones of the reasons why i think the best two that spoke to me were um we've become content being alone so sometimes when you've been like you know single for a while we kind of get stuck in our ways mm-hmm. like you know we want things to be our how been. yeah because we've been by ourselves for so long it's like okay well this is how it's always been and i want it to remain like this but it can't be like that when you're trying to be with somebody else it, it's things are going to change yeah. a lot of things and i think we tend to like just get kind of stuck in that like box so This says, we've become content with being alone. While we've been navigating the journey to find love, we've consequently committed our lives to ourselves. So when they say, like, commit your life to yourself, we've, like, became prone to the life that we live. Yeah. And then it says, it made them into something that's happy and rewarding without someone to love. So when we're being alone, we're not sad about being alone because it's like, you know, I like my life. You know, I like what I'm doing for myself. I like, you know how my routine is being alone or my home life then it says when you when you are alone and you're happy and you it is rewarding without someone to love which means it's much harder to invite a relationship into our lives we're fine on our own so we won't leave our comfort zones for anyone sometimes we even find minor and trivial reasons not to because we're secretly happy with things just the way they are i think that makes a lot of sense like i remember when i was in a relationship 
it was a very tough challenge to change things. Like, we never got to a point where I had to drastically change things, but it was, like, a big compromise to be Mm -hmm. like, okay, Nina, like, I felt like I was in great, like, you know, I was in elementary school, like, okay, you have to share, Yeah, you know? (laughs) Like, and you're just like, I don't want to share, you know? But, and that's what, and you know how, like, we always are like, oh, you know, I want to date someone, I want to date somebody. But then, like it said, secretly, you know, you do like, you know, I like coming home to my house. You, you know, I'm by myself. I love getting in the bed. Like, I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah. So that's what I think it means. We're not, like, truly admitting that, hey, I kind of do like the way things are, me being alone. But I guess we don't lead with that because that's not going to help us get a man. Or, right be in a relationship what you think i don't think okay so i don't think that i have a problem compromising i don't have a problem compromising i know for sure that's a part of being in a relationship but because i've been so single for so long now i believe it's going to be a huge adjustment in being able to you know, get back into a relationship. It's like, now I'm used to doing what I want to do with my own time. I'm used to spending time with my friends when I want to spend time with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm used to coming and going whenever I want to come and go and not having to answer to anybody or have to pencil somebody else in or take anybody else's feelings into consideration when I do things, you know? Right. So I do see that that will be a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a struggle. It's going to be, I'm going to be honest. It is going to be a struggle for me. It is. Yeah. I don't think that I'm not capable of doing it. Like I could definitely do it, but it's going to take some time. Now, even with that, yeah. I feel like when you were saying that, if you're too happy and you're enjoying your life and this is that and the other, like it's, it's a little harder to have people in your life. But I feel like it's kind of like mm-hmm. a double-edged, double-edged sword because most people tell you like, oh, you know, you have to be happy being by yourself and being able to have, you know, do things on your own and like date yourself before you can actually be in a successful relationship and be happy with somebody else. Like nobody else can make you happy, you know? Right. But now it's like... But bitch, you've been making yourself a little too happy. And now, right. nobody's able to live up to it. So, it's a catch-22. We gotta meet somewhere right. in the middle on that one. So, I don't really know. I mean, but it's also up to, like, those are the things that make you happy. But, I mean, you know, the right guy comes along. And if he adds to it versus, you know, adds Taking away. to your happiness versus taking a lot of it away like i understand a lot of you know i understand like it's some of that stuff some of those comforts is gonna be taken away just because someone else is there but it shouldn't feel like just a huge burden it really shouldn't i also feel that i'm really good with like multitasking right Mm -hmm. and like let's just say sunday fun day we go to sunday Mm -hmm. fun day we went to brunch like i'll go with my friends is if I'm in a relationship, like, I'll get up, get dressed, go to brunch with my friends, okay? The next move, okay, we going out. So now I'm going to text my man, like, hey, this is what we going to be in, come out. <laughs> you know, like, so it's, like, easier to kind of right. blend those two lives together. So I'm not missing out on my friends. And I'm also not neglecting my man. So I think I'm, I'm capable of doing that. I think I'm actually the queen of, like, blending <laughs> Right, but then it also takes the man wanting to do that. That's true, but I feel like if he knows me, he knows that, like, I want to have fun with my friends, but I also want to have fun with him, but not all the time, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Sunday fun day, sometimes a Sunday fun day can be a good night, okay? So, if you want to get with me, you better bring your ass to Sunday fun day so we can drink together, go home and fuck shit. Fuck. <laughs> fuck around with you. <laughs> I'm serious, you. You wanna fuck tonight? Oh, okay. I'm just, you know, whatever. Like, okay, let's do it. But yeah. So the other one 
um, I chose to bring up is we're in competition of who can care the least. Oh, that's big facts. That's a good one. I feel like um, the last situation, um, the last guy that I was currently, you know, that I was not currently, the last guy I was talking to um, during this whole like quarantine pandemic, whatever, um, I felt like that kind of pertained to that situation because like I felt like we both would like be thinking the same thing Mm -hmm. but wouldn't like act on it like you know what I mean yeah and it was just weird because I was like okay well if he thought about it why didn't he just do it like you know and I'm the type like I want a guy to pursue like you know what I mean and I think it kind of came across under this so it says Showing actual emotions is heavily frowned upon. If we show our cards and act like we're interested, it leaves the person it leaves the person we're affectionate about turned off and running in the opposite direction. Instead of being flattered that we actually give a crap about them, there's little gratitude for honest and happy emotions. I agree. Oh shit. <laughs> Because I felt like with him, it's like he he felt like very like cautious, like, oh, like I don't wanna make it seem like I'm like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't wanna make it seem like I'm head over heels for her. Why not? That's what a woman wants. If that's from how you feel man. like I don't know. I know I, I wanna be with a guy who's like my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Like all the time. Like you're always about me, on for me, ride for me, but I don't want somebody who looks at me as a threat or a competition. Like you're looking at me like, oh well, I don't want to do that because I don't want her to think da 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 da. Why not? I'm all about do her. Do you not like me? Do you not are you not interested in yeah. me? Why can't you show me how you really feel instead of your conscience getting in the way and being like, oh well don't do that because it might make her feel like this. Why can't it make me feel good? Yeah. The shit is you weird. Know? It's weird. I felt the same way with the last person I was talking to, too. When I would... Um, when I would show some emotion towards him, it was just like, oh, you being sensitive. From him. Like, oh, you being sensitive. Like, yeah. But why can I not... Sh- why can I not be sensitive? Why can I not be... You know, put my where my heart on my sleeve when it comes to you. If you're the person that I like and you're supposed to like me back, like why can't we have that deeper, you know, like vulnerable? Yeah. I don't understand that, and I don't like not being able to express myself, yeah. especially when I like somebody, because that's gonna turn me off if I can't, you know, like. Sometimes I'm a little bit emotional. Sometimes I am. But dating me, you should know that I'm a little bit emotional. You know? Yeah. So I don't want to date someone where I can't be open. I don't want to date someone that can't be open with me. Because I feel like he was very standoffish. But then did random shit. And I'm like, okay, so this the level that we on? We doing candlelight dinners? But nigga, you just told me to get the fuck out of here the other day when I told you that I cared. You know, it's like, you got you. You're giving me mixed signals, and then this is confusing me. And then when I start acting like you acting, then it's a problem. Right. It's a problem, or you feel threatened. I don't get that. I, I don't know if it's just like a society thing. Like, when did we get here? Like, who brainwashed us? Was it music? Was it like, what is it? What is it that everybody I feels think like? It's just this expectation thing or whatever society tells us how we're supposed to date or react but how are you supposed to find love if you're not if you're not supposed to show emotion or show somebody that you care about them or how you feel about them that has everything to do with that own person by themselves whatever happened with them not learning how to be you know because guys may not be emotional creatures but they have a they have a nurture spot right and if they're not in touch if they're not in touch with it within themselves they can't give it to nobody else so okay i have one more to add to this this will be the last one it was like 10 of them and all of them 
like went like all of them were good um so this will be the last one okay it says we ghost as a way to end things you that are hella you're so, hella guilty of that <laughs> who me yes you i ghost as we gonna talk about it go ahead i ghost as go ahead okay <laughs> So it says, we ghost as a way to end things. If we're no longer interested in someone, we don't need to tell them. We simply stop responding. If someone did this to us in real life, it would be completely psychotic. But because it's over text or an instant message, we've somehow resigned ourselves to thinking it's okay. Newsflash, it's totally not. Even in the golden ages, the Dear John letter was left on the table in the foyer. But now... We're lucky if we even get a typed string of characters saying, I'm sorry, it's not working. Okay, so when did I do this? You do that a lot. You <laughs> you stop Me? talking to people, but you don't give, like, an explanation. You just, just stop talking. Like, you just stop responding, or you just stop answering. But was it even, but was it even a situation serious for, like, it was going to be a relationship? Like, was it even that serious? Though? I feel like any anybody that you possibly were entertaining at any point deserves some type of resolve. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just not working for, it's not working for me for whatever reason. But my thing is, is that if they cared that much, they would. My thing is, is that I understand, like, it may not be right, but I feel like, okay, if you really care about this shit, you're going to call me and be like, I ain't even know what's up. I ain't hear from you, blah, 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 blah. You let it but go. We just talked about. Just like how I let it go, and then that's it. But see, no. that goes back to the one we just talked about. Yes. Not showing your true yes. emotions. There we go. And the thing is, is that it's like, oh, well, she's not hitting me up. I'm not going to hit her up. Okay, boom. You didn't want me that bad in the first place. There ain't nothing else to discuss. Now we ghosted out so, here. But I don't know. I feel like, honestly, until recently, I haven't really been trying, like, to just, like, be in, like, in a consistent, like, situation or relationship with someone. But I do feel like, yeah, like, once I'm not interested, it's kind of like, all right. But it wasn't serious. Like, I feel like... I haven't been serious enough, only up until recently. And then I kind of just got, like, the last situation, I've been kind of ghosted on. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, motherfuckers doing real weirdo shit. And I think it's because people, like you said, the one we talked about a minute ago, people don't like to be emotional. Like, they don't like to be vulnerable. They don't want to look pressed. This is the issue with the fuck, with the right. world. This last Nobody. Guy, it was just like, it was, I think it's really like a big deal to him if he looks pressed or seems pressed or whatever and it's just like i can't be with somebody who's like tense like that all the time like yes. i can't why do you care about what like, society okay, thinks of you competition with each other or, or do you actually like me like i'm confused i don't know i don't get it i feel like i might have ghosted maybe one or two people but mostly everybody that i stopped talking to like they know exactly I'm why I stopped to talking think, to them. I'm like, who have I ghosted that I was, like, gun-ho about? And I completely just stopped talking to I'm talking to about anybody. Anybody that I was entertaining, meaning that I either went on dates with, that I either had sex with, that I was on the phone with, conversate, anybody that I was talking to or interested in. If I'm no longer talking to them, all of them to this point, I believe, probably with the exception of maybe one or two, know exactly why we don't talk anymore because I like to have those final conversations just so we're clear, <laughs> just so we clear. This right. is not working. It's not working for me. X, Y, and Z do better in your next shit. Do, do, do better in your next relationship. I don't know. But I think that's why the ghosting has been normalized because like it said, through text or instant message, it's easy. Yeah. But they said if it was in real life, it wouldn't go. Like physically, you walking away from somebody, you can and then do they that. Keep calling your name out loud, and then you're still walking, and they keep calling your name, and then you're still walking. If you could see that visually, like as a video, it looks pretty stupid. It as really it. does. But that's what it looks like visually, opposed to text message. That's what it looks like. And then they run up behind you and tap you on your shoulder and you still walk. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, what the fuck? Get off me. I just, like, I just feel like, 
do it it's just like okay this is not like this this is not working okay cool yeah you know I mean, the last... And then sometimes a lot of people, like you, like we said, the no emotions thing, so people are just going to give you the same energy as they're giving me. And I know I'm a person like that. Like, whatever kind of energy you're giving me, that's what you're going to get back or nothing. The last person... Because if your energy... Because if your energy is, like, trash, then I'm not responding to that. Yeah, no. I think the last person that I ghosted, it was because I didn't even want to give the energy. Like, I just, I was like, no, I, I can't physically give the type of energy you want. Because I already know where this is going to go. It's going to turn into a whole argument, and you're going to pretend like you ain't do nothing. And, right. you know, like, <laughs> nigga, get the fuck. <laughs> like, get the fuck. Get right. the fuck. And he messaged me, and he was like, oh, why your phone's not working? And I looked at it, and I never responded. Like, I'm not. You know, but even then, I'm like, you know why I'm not talking to you. Like, you know why I'm not right. fucking with you. I didn't personally tell you, but you know you, you know what you did. You know what you right. did, okay? I'm not giving you that energy, okay? I'm not fussing and cussing with you today. So, leave me alone. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. So, it just kind of depends, but normally I'm really good with clarity. Because, like... Maybe, and this is maybe because maybe I'm too emotional sometimes where I just begin, I just have to let a motherfucker know. <laughs> like, I just have to, like, you yeah. didn't annoy me or piss me off or you just got me fucked up. So I just need to let you know, like, okay, so listen, you got me fucked up. I didn't like X, Y, and Z. Don't ever do that ever again to me or anybody else. And yeah, see you around. Like, you know exactly why I'm not fucking with you. And I think that's only because I be, like, a little emotional. I be, like, I can't, yeah, I can't hold it. It's the, it's the emotions, of course, talking. But it is, I can't hold it. Like, I feel like people pour, let's just, like, like a cup, right? We have cups of water. I have my cup of water. And you have your negative fucking energy that's fucking mud. Okay, mm-hmm. and you're pouring your fucking mud into my cup, bitch. I'm giving it back to you. I'm giving your energy back to you. Like I'm not accepting this and just gonna hold on to it and be like, okay, well, I, we're just not gonna talk anymore, and I'm just gonna let, I'm just gonna keep this mud in my motherfucking cup. No, I'm giving you your fucking mud back. Here's your mud, bitch. Go on about your business. Goodbye. Right. I'm not doing it. So maybe that's why. Like I don't like for people to feel like they can do me wrong, and I'm just not gonna say nothing true so that's why i don't ghost people other than that last nigga that's a whole nother story (laughs) i don't think i've ever like i've never like it's never happened where i ghosted somebody and then like they popped up in my life like later i don't think they do they just text you you'll never change your number you ain't change your number in years so they wind up texting you eventually sometimes sometimes (laughs) no like some people if they they get the hint and a lot of guys already know why they just wait for you to like they want just you know some guys already know why you yeah. ghosted them and that's why they don't hit back they don't you know they don't say anything because they're probably aware yeah already i would hope that you would so. be embarrassed but you're not dang you make me seem like a bad person you do ghost people all the time you ghost people we're going to go back to episode one and see how many, start counting up, see how many people needed to ghost it since we started this damn podcast. Oh, you know, niggas don't want to act right, so. Need to be like, and I whoop. <laughs> I dream a genie ass. Just, this what? Oh, Where my God. Where the fuck did she go? Where the fuck did she go? She gone. She ain't coming back either. But, but, I don't know. I think these were good, like, um, good insight into how we date and why it's hard to date now so i think this was a good like read or whatever i don't know if it's a book but like i said it's by andrea wesley i've heard of that name before um and i found it on instagram and um but yeah i'm gonna see if it's like a like is this a book because i need it yeah let but yeah, I think these definitely help me reflect on myself and like on my own actions of what I'm, you know, of what I'm, what I'm doing or what I have been doing. Grown accustomed to over here. 
Right. I think everybody can see a little bit of themselves in all of those different scenarios and. Like right, this was just how many did I do? Three. There was like ten of them. Yeah. So. Why do people ghost? That should be a question. I don't know what the fuck is going on. In but my also house. the number one thing. Remember we talked about ghosting. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. That's true. But you are the bad guy. Like, just because you ghost somebody don't mean that that other person, the person that you ghost, don't consider you an asshole. Right, <laughs> you know what it's it? just not being said verbally. Right, you they just know don't they know. Are. They know they are. That's why they're doing that. You know, it re- yeah. I mean, it recently happened to me. He didn't want to be the bad guy, so he, like, made it into something else. I don't think he's completely ghosted me, but we're not talking nearly as much as we were. Yeah. And I'm okay with that because I'm a type of person, I'm going to match the same energy. And also, I don't want my time to be wasted no more than it has. It's like six, seven months. Yeah. So I'm okay with not talking to him as much because early even before that, I felt like I wasn't getting the same, it wasn't the same type of energy from him as it was before. So I'm okay with it. I am actually unbothered. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I was ghosted recently too. It's fine. But I got my I got my understanding. But the thing is, is that they always come back. I don't want it. They always (laughs) be coming back like out of breath, like there's like they just got a bunch to say, and it's like, what? I'm fine. You know, or they expect for you to be a certain way, I guess, because you don't talk to them that much. And you're just living your life. I'm just here. Press. I don't know. I'm weird. I like to have those final conversations. Hell, I told, like, uh, at least one nigga, like, I, after we got this phone, I'm blocking you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I really be on some bullshit. <laughs> I mean, at least you told them. But I was serious, and I was going to block him, and I told him why I was going to block him. And when we got off the phone, I did just that. I blocked his ass, like. Okay, so now you still, you don't have to come looking for me. You don't have to, you know exactly what happened. I let you know, it's very right. clear on my intentions. We good. We good. That might be a little weird to tell somebody you're going to block them. There's somebody that you're not even fighting with. It's just like, nigga, you just don't want anything. <laughs> like, you don't want anything, and I'm tired of you calling my phone. I, you're a good guy. And that's another thing, like, people that you ghost is kind of just like, okay, you don't want anything, you're a waste, I don't even feel like having a casual conversation yeah. with you. Because it's not going nowhere. Lord Jesus. Whatever. Is that all you got? Yep. I mean, we definitely Oh, the joys of dating. Well, before we end this and go into uh, Nina's Quanta, we definitely have to say, you know, rest in peace to, I mean, the Black Panther. I mean, I just don't know who the fuck. The Wakanda forever. Who? Like, 2020 has really been beating our ass. And, you know... We got this news, what, on Friday? Yeah, Friday. Yeah, and it was like, damn, like, nobody even knew he was sick. He was battling cancer for, like, the last four years. So it's like, he he gave us, he gave us his life work. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. in these last couple of movies that he did, and he, he, I mean, if you go back and think about it, like, he played um, Jackie Robinson, um, James Brown, and he like really committed to those roles, and you know, thank you for you know blessing us with you know some life lessons over here, especially with Black Panther. Like, yeah, and he gave young black men the hope and to see a black superhero. Yeah, and not just a black superhero in like playing back black um, Black Panther, mm-hmm. but in real life. In real life, yeah. Like, being educated, knowing who you are, where you come from, and that, you know, you can do powerful things. And that could be being a superhero, especially with being a black man. So I think that was good for our culture. He was for us, for the culture. He was for everybody, but he was was for us in 
in that world, especially like the Marvel world too. So yeah, it, it definitely brought a lot of more black culture to Marvel. Definitely. For sure. But everyone thought that, um, which I did think this too, I did notice last year he had got like really thin and I just thought it was for a um, movie a role. role. Yeah. A lot of people thought that. I mean, I, I, I did think that because, I mean, he's a hardworking man. I was like, yeah. he's in everything. He's always filming something. So I thought maybe it was for a role. But, you know, looking at him, it was like, you, you know, could see face, that he was like, sick. He was still doing appearances and stuff. Yeah. But you could just see the cancer, like, yeah. look, you know, like sunken in type face yeah. and, and everything. And I know he was really private. Mm-hmm. So um, no one knew that he was married. Yeah. You know, and people were like, he's married. He's got kids. What? Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. Well. But um, my condolences go to his family and close friends. And this was somebody who really spoke a lot of good things, positivity to us. And um, he went to Howard University. So I hope they name something after him. Yeah, definitely. Um, Like a building or something. Definitely. Um, Give us your Nina's Corner. Um, dating is screwed up, okay? Um, get into it. But after reading what I read to you guys, it's really a guide to check yourself, you know? Like, it's not a guide for you to, like, read other people. It's really a guide to, like, check yourself and how you are as dating or have you done any of those things? And it's like, if you have, you might want to fix it. So I think it's definitely a good self-help guide into, like, dating, um, whether or not you're being open, whether or not, you know, you have these continue repeating, like, patterns Mm -hmm. and stuff. So... Yep, I mean, I'm working on it, and you have to hold yourself accountable. For sure. For um, a woman with Lark, be kind to your fucking self, bro. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to other people if possible. Not everybody, not with that, not everybody deserves your kindness as well. But the people that you can be kind to, do that. Um, yeah. I think that's all I got. Oh, and I'm not moving to California. I don't know who said that. Okay. Can we talk about that? I don't So, <laughs> yesterday, we heard a really crazy rumor that Lark was moving back to California. And I don't know where that came from. It was very random. Said, like I said, who said that? Because I, I, I didn't say that. Who said that? Who I'm just that? wondering. Listen, is that the Lord saying that he got a whole nother situation for me in California? Is that what it is? If that's what it is, then I'll take it. But as far as I know, I, I'm not moving. Just because the episode is over doesn't mean you're out the loop. Make sure you send your listener letters to singleinthe loop at gmail.com or DM us at single in the loop.